0: Gentlemen, boys, and girls, non binaries of all ages, welcome to How to Make a Literal Cat in Your Favorite RPG. We hope you're not here to learn how to do character creation the right way because this is a cat creation podcast. I am one of your hosts, and I'm Joel Holland. I said that backwards. I'm Joel Holland, and I'm one of your hosts.
1: (laughs) I'm Austin Irwin, the other one of your hosts.
0: He certainly is.
1: I am one of the hosts of all time.
0: Just, Just letting you know. One of the literal cat pod hosts of all time.
1: We're gonna have that on a engraved on a trophy here soon.
0: Yep. <laughs> I'll do it too. Don't test me.
1: <laughs> I know you'll have that 3D printed in a day.
0: I would too. <laughs> and got <laughs> it. You got to make that STL file available to the public so other people can can get their uh, their co hosts a trophy that just says. The co-host of all time. <laughs> what do we got going on this week?
1: I'll tell you what we have going on this week. This week, there's a lot going on. And it's happening because there's a lot of people in The Fellowship. Specifically, the game is called Fellowship 2nd Edition, a tabletop adventure game by Velmini. Pretty sure.
0: Yep, you I got it. say that? Yeah. The Baragothica Games.
1: And that's what we're going to be taking a look at today. I gave this kind of a cursory look over just to see what's up, you know. Right. I'm not entirely sure I know how character creation works in this.
0: Well, that's what the show is for. We figure it out so you don't have to.
1: Yeah. You get to listen to us stumble through character creation so that when you go through it, you'll only trip a little bit.
0: Yeah. I am also trying to just browse the, the table of contents here. Uh, creating characters, start at chapter 3. Yes. Being the Fellowship. I think there's a summary of the playbook types back on uh, on page. These pages are not labeled. But the, page, the two pages... Oh, no, there it is. Page 38 on the book, 43 in the PDF, starts a, a thing talking about the basic playbooks.
1: There are five types of playbooks in Fellowship basic powerful destiny framework and team your playbook is your character their abilities notes agenda gear and moves this book contains six basic playbooks one powerful playbook 16 destiny playbooks and one framework playbook the overlord future books have more playbooks of each time okay
0: yeah so the basic playbooks are basically your race in some cases You've got the Dwarf, the Elf, the Halfling, the air, the Orc, and the Squire. Or, if you want to be the really powerful guy, the Harbinger.
1: Ooh, sounds cool. Yep.
0: Yeah. Basic playbooks start with two custom moves, seven advancements, and can take a Destiny playbook later. You can find the basic playbooks in Chapter 3. Now, Destiny playbooks are extremely powerful, but you cannot start the game with them. Which is unfortunate because I had a whole joke set up about one specific Destiny playbook. Oh? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, one moment, where is it? There's a Destiny playbook called The Chosen One, which I know, Austin, you're not a fan of Chosen One type player characters for TTRPGs. Yeah. But hear me out real quick. The requirement to become The Chosen One is everyone must agree that you are important to the success of the Fellowship.
1: Huh. Okay.
0: Which I think everyone would agree that having a cat in the party is absolutely vital to the success of the fellowship.
1: Oh, I think so, absolutely. They they need that morale boost.
0: But that's not going to come up, so we'll we'll just focus on the basic playbooks for now. Y'all know what you're supposed to do as you advance this character, though.
1: Yeah, you you guys, we're leading you on the right path. We're we're leading others to a treasure that we cannot possess.
0: Yeah, at least not in the basic character creation. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, so let's take a quick look at the basic playbooks, I guess. So obviously some of these have races attached to them, like the halfling, the elf, the dwarf. But some of them are like the heir, the squire, the harbinger. I don't think we're going to be the harbinger because that's supposed to be like a powerful playbook which has some great power but also some great drawbacks. Ah, uh, but I think we could do we could do something like the Squire, probably, which I think is supposed to just be a guy
1: I was looking at the squire i think I think they are just a guy.
0: Let's see what is your purpose? You do not represent anybody. you're nobody special. You aren't some champion, but you're here for a reason. Okay. Let's see. The other one that is, that does not specify, like, a species, which I think is supposed to mean human, so we're gonna have to note that here in a minute. Oh, yeah, we totally forgot. Before we get any further into this, we should- I was-
1: yeah, I was just about to say, we've got something.
0: Yeah, we gotta take care of some thing. The old, uh, cat creation rules.
1: Yeah, before we get into this rule book, we have a miniature rule book of our own that we should probably talk about for all you new listeners out there.
0: Yeah. So, first and foremost, we accept no cop pets. We're making a cat. We're making the exact animal that comes to mind when I say the word cat. No anthropomorphic races, no people turned into cats, no lions, tigers, no puss in boots type deal. Or any other cop-out you can imagine.
1: We can't use uh, homebrew or house rules. Uh, If the rules in a rulebook do not explicitly allow us to do something, we count it as a rule broken. Rules as written versus rules as intended, we go with whichever one tells us we can't. And we'll record it as a rule broken.
0: Yep. If the game includes stats for a literal cat, those must be used or adapted to the game's character sheet. I don't think that's a thing here. It usually isn't in, like, Powered by the Apocalypse type games, which is what we're working with here.
1: The character, class, background, playbook, job, what have you, must exist in the game's core rules or as part of an official expansion. Can't use homebrew classes.
0: Uh, Those don't exist. They do not exist. The cat can learn any skill available to its class, even if it's not something a cat could or should normally be trained to do.
1: Next up, if a tool would be physically impossible for a literal cat to use, even if comically downsized for them, they cannot use it. You know, I'm thinking... I don't think a cat could use, like, a measuring tape, or perhaps a a cork opener. I don't <laughs> think a cat could use that. Or a wind-up toy, for that matter. You know, one of the little ones that's got, like, the key in the back, you know, watch it go yeah no
0: so let's see if a rule number seven we're winding it down here we'll get back into it in just a second if a character sheet has a section that is meant to be filled out in collaboration with the whole table we will have to leave that blank that way you can make it fit your party
1: it's always good to fit into uh your special group of people last but not least we have rule number eight we have to keep track of every rule that we break uh during character creation. We'll discuss at the end.
0: We will have to discuss that at the end. Uh, I should mention real quick, while we're here, this game was recommended to us by Tumblr user Thy Dungeon Guy. So, thank you for that recommendation.
1: Yes, thank you. We appreciate it.
0: We really do have to come up with things somehow. But anyway, let's get back to what we were talking about before, which is looking at the Squire, or maybe Air? Let's see.
1: Let me let me look at air real quick.
0: Like, it doesn't really have, like, a little uh, description like the Squire did. But, like, the air is probably supposed to be, like... This game is, like, very obviously inspired by, like, uh, Mr. Uh, J.R. Tolkien's uh, Lord of the Rings. So I'm guessing the air would be, like, your Aragorn-type type guy. The air is a leader, ruler, the one everyone else looks up to... Their people are versatile, wise, and strong, and your position gives you a lot of power. The air gives you the ability to throw your name around, guarantee good treatment for the Fellowship, and strike down those who would oppose you.
1: Classic air stuff to do, if I'm being yeah.
0: honest. Yeah, the Squire is... is uh, the, Their description is, the Squire isn't supposed to be here. They're here with someone else to carry the bags, to help keep track of the horse's... The squire looks out for everyone else, makes sure the trip goes smoothly, and often gets in over their head.
1: I think that is perfect for a cat.
0: Yeah, the cat that just kind of follows the party around. They can't get rid of it, so they may as well bring it along.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Alright, so I think that puts us as, yeah, we have picked a rulebook, or a playbook. Once players pick a playbook, no one else may use that playbook. If more than one player wants the same playbook, talk it out like adults, and figure out if one of you would still be happy with something else.
0: Yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I just keep. I saw the second page of of the Squire playbook. There's a like a, a section that's just called Squire Core.
1: That is a new type of alternative music. If I've heard it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Someone please invent SquireCore right now and send me the first song that you make for it.
1: <laughs> That's at your local Midwest house show. <laughs> Next week.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> First we have to choose our name, our look, and our agenda. So, first off, I think we should note... Rules as intended. We are supposed to be either a human, orc, dwarf, or elf, or halfling. We are none of those things.
1: That one always gets us, you know? We're never the right species.
0: Yeah. No one accommodates the existence of cats as player characters, except Hardwired Island.
1: Yeah, they they did right by us, you know?
0: Yeah, shout out to Weird Age Games, specifically Freya Erlings. <laughs> you did a good job. <laughs>
1: You're doing the Lord's work out there. Yep. Spreading the good word of putting cats into
0: RPGs. But that was last episode. Let's focus on this one.
1: Yeah.
0: We need to choose, first off, our name. We're given the option of Mari, Koala, Pippi, Anya, Robin, Cassie, Elda, Orowin, Estav, Alicia, Rodger, Samwise, Hmm. Mm Hmm. Sancho, Baldric, Sebastian, Mortimer, Cucumber, Nodwick, or Arthur. Now, um, one of those near the end, I think. Uh, you know,
1: <laughs> might might just fit us. Yeah. Are you are you thinking the same
0: one that I'm thinking though? Let's see. Let's say it on three. One, two, three. Cucumber. cucumber.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well there you go, I think I think we have our name.
0: <laughs> I think we have our name. Oh yeah, we also need a family name.
1: Uh, what family does cucumber ha- hail from? We've got Dark miner, Underhill, Pettykin, Strongbow, Greenleaf, Pit, Evenstar, or Evanstar? I'm gonna say Evanstar. Hornblower, Trottler, Gamgee, cursender, Green Handed or Thraca?
0: Star sounds like something that the li- the uh warrior cat name generator would spit out. It does. I like Pip Cucumber Pip.
1: Yeah. This is this is my good old Cucumber Pip. I don't know, it just sounds it just sounds I, right to me. I can't explain it.
0: I think it works.
1: <laughs> also Pip reminds me of Wizard 101 because that's what they call your little magic thingies before you cast a spell.
0: I never played Wizard 101.
1: How dare you betray me like this? Wizard 101? <laughs>
0: my was internet something. has not been good until like the last decade. And by good, I do mean just barely good enough.
1: <laughs> Listen, if I could play RuneScape on dial up internet.
0: <laughs> Dude, I played Toontown on dial up internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God.
1: But, anyways, back to the game at hand.
0: Yeah. We need to choose a look. Uh, I don't think we have the ability to, like, actually mark the things that we're choosing here, which is unfortunate. Uh, We can put
1: it in Squire's notes. So says, use the space to take notes. Write about the Squire, write about the people you've met, the you've been, but, but, yeah.
0: We obviously can't choose the human characteristics and also, I believe you owe me a Scottish Fold.
1: I do owe you a Scottish Fold. Which, with a name like Cucumber Pip, I think makes perfect sense.
0: I agree. We could go through here, though. Short hair, I think, is accurate to Scottish Fold. Are they kind of they kind of fuzzy?
1: They're a little fuzzy, but I think they still are classified as short hair cats.
0: Yeah, okay, so its its a s it's a grey, short haired cat, perpetually looks sad. They all do for some reason. Like this is the cat that you picture when you hear someone say sopping wet meow meow, I think. <laughs> look up Scottish Fold, everyone at home, and tell me I'm wrong.
1: He he's not wrong, trust. Look at that. Look at look at those sad eyes. <laughs> those sad ears too.
0: Yeah. Why is there another do not the Scottish Fold? <laughs> Wait, where? on on my google search i just googled it real quick to to look at the sad little cat and (laughs) i see it there's another video titled do not scottish full we keep looking up these cat breeds and we keep being told to, to please do not the cats
1: why why does everybody not not cats not a fan of cats
0: i don't know but but anyway we uh we don't wear clothes we have Gray fur covering our entire body because we're a cat.
1: Now, are we pudgy, thin, or androgynous?
0: Uh, are the three options they give us. Do we want to have a, a kind of chubby cat, a thin cat, or a. I guess. See, when I hear androgynous, I also think thin is the thing. Yeah. So we can have chubby, thin, or thin.
1: I think we should do a chubby cat because if this cat is here to just effing vibe with the fellowship. I think they're I think they're lounging around, you know.
0: I agree. Now we did skip the eyes and I think they have naive eyes.
1: I was also thinking naive eyes. Oh my god. I can't spell. That's okay. Just kidding, I can spell. I did spell it right.
0: Oh. He he done, he done did it, guys.
1: Let's go. That's 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 a once in a month occurrence. <laughs>
0: Hey guys, it's just me, Joel, tonight for the mid-roll, so we're gonna keep this as short and sweet as I can. Let's go ahead and jump in here first and foremost. If you are enjoying the show, then you might want to follow it online. You can do that by going to literalcatpod.start.page. There you will find links to all of the places that you can find this show online. That includes our email, which is literalcatpod at com, where you can send us cat pictures. You could also send us, you know, like, game or collaboration requests or random challenges, you know, whatever you want, to our email inbox. We would actually really appreciate that. Love nothing more than getting cat pictures in our inbox. Then you can find our Twitter, our Blue Sky, our Tumblr, all Literal Cat Pod are YouTube. Also, Literal Cat Pod. Let's see, is there anything else important? Oh yeah, if you're listening to this in your friend's car, you can find a link that should take you to the show and have it like automatically pull up in whatever podcasting app you use. That's a, a cool bit of technology there. We We like that. Speaking of podcast apps... Whatever one you're using right now, how about you go rate and review us on it? Five stars would be preferred, but you know, whatever you think is fair. We have received a lot of ratings so far, but as far as I can tell, no reviews yet. So you could be the first person to leave a written review for How to Make a Literal Cat in your favorite RPG. We would actually really like that. You can also find us on Patreon. It is not the Literal Catpod Patreon, no. This is the Badger Trove Patreon, because Austin and I are working on other projects and some potential collaborations that we felt deserve their own kind of separate umbrella. And so we made Badger Trove. And most importantly, if you like this character that you're listening to right now, then you can download the character sheet for this character And, really, any other character you could imagine, so long as we've done it on the show, by going to bit.ly forward slash literal pod. That will take you to a Dropbox folder full of cat character sheets. Now, as for me, you can find me by going online to jholland.start.page. I would tell you my website and username and all that, but... It's my name spelled backwards, and no one wants to bother spelling that out. I don't blame you. So just go to jholland.start.page. There you will find links to my Twitter, my Tumblr, my Blue Sky, my co-host in Pillowfort. Though who checks those? I'm actually trying to do a better job of remembering co-hosts exist right now. I I've not seen much activity yet, but apparently it's it's starting to pop off. So that's nice for them. Austin can be found on Twitch. Twitter and Blue Sky and Tumblr at Avalon Alchemist. This was the Fellowship episode, I think. So yeah, just get get back to listening to Fellowship Cat.
2: Scene 2. Flashback setting February 2nd.
0: Hey con! I was
2: just thinking about making a podcast where we go scene by scene through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. James,
3: I love that. That is a great idea. I'll tell you what, see if you can flesh it out just a little bit more, and then we'll get back together again soon and talk about it again.
2: Scene four, flashback, setting February 20th.
3: Man, I can't stop thinking about that idea of James's. It was so interesting. I wonder if we could do it in some sort of, like, chronological order.
2: Scene one, present day. Setting, March 2nd. Colin, I was thinking about that Marvel podcast idea I had last month. Oh, yes, that
3: idea. Oh, I love it so much. I remember it like yesterday.
2: Scene three, present day. Minutes later. God, we were so
3: young back then. And turns out, I've been thinking about that podcast, too.
2: Really? What were you thinking?
3: All right, let me paint you a picture. It was a couple of days after President's Day.
2: Scene five, present day. Minutes after that. Chronological, huh? That's a pretty good idea. So, like, if there's a flashback, we put it in the place on the timeline that's being flashed back to?
3: Yeah. What what do you think?
2: I think absolutely. Let's do it. Why don't we call it Timeline Scavengers?
3: Scene 6, The Future. Uh, how are we not done yet?
2: That's my secret, Colin. We'll never be done. Timeline Scavengers. Assembling the MCU timeline forever.
0: Next step is agenda. And we, I guess, we have three agendas already. Be brave, take risks. Tell us of your people and improve the world around you.
1: I think cats do a really good job at improving the world around them.
0: Yeah. So just like by default, we got we got that. uh
1: says encircle a fourth agenda that only you follow.
0: One of these is just called Adventure Time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, see what there is to see and do what there is to do. Friendship is magic. Make friends with whoever you can, wherever or whenever you can. And they need me. Don't let them go ahead with poor decisions.
0: We are absolutely going to enable poor decisions. Yes. So, do we want uh, Adventure Time or My Little Pony Friendship is Magic as our fourth agenda?
1: That is a tough one.
0: Of those two shows, I have seen one of them, and it was not the second one.
1: I have also seen one of these two shows, and it was the first one.
0: (laughs) Y'all seen Fiona and Cake?
1: Dude, I've seen Fiona and Cake. It's so good.
0: It was pretty good. Anyway, we are not playing as a cat like Cake. There will never be a Cake situation. No. Actually, I shouldn't say that, because Cake was a regular cat.
1: That's true. regular cat that turned into ma- a magic cat due to assuming her playbook.
0: Yeah. Also, we totally did do something like that with the the Cheshire... Cat situation back in Void Heart Symphony. But that's not what we're about here. I think let's do Adventure Time.
1: I, I was about to say, I think Adventure Time is the best one.
0: But is Friendship as Magic more in character? That's a good question. Because the cat is part of the party because it just decided these people were its friends and it was following them.
1: That is true. We could also go the route of this cat is in this party. Because they want to go on adventures and see everything. That's true. But if we're just a guy that's here, I think Friendship is Magic might be the better option.
0: So, I guess, defining moment. Is this a cat who loves adventure, or is this a cat who decided to follow one of the adventurers?
1: Well, Joel, you know me, and I I think Friendship is Magic is the funnier
0: option. (laughs) Alright, let's do it. (laughs) <laughs> this is a cat who just likes making friends so much that it followed a group of people around on a quest into the unknown across
1: the land.
0: Oh, he's right. traveling across the land, but we have just decided he is not searching far and wide. No. So, on to step 3. Assign your stats. Each playbook has a primary stat they use the most, which starts out at +2. Your playbook will tell you which stat that is. Yes, and we have a, a sense of +2 by default. Correct. So, we have the ability to assign plus two, plus one, plus zero, and minus one to all of our other stats. So, we might need to go back and look up what some of these are to decide. Which I think that's in chapter two, so not too far away. Oh, primary stats, here we go. Blood. Your boiling veins, your burning passion, your bloodline, your burning need to protect your friends and family. Blood means power, ferocity, loyalty, rage, and passion. Are we a ferocious cat?
1: Probably not. If we're making friends with everybody.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's us. Do we want to do plus zero or negative one for that?
1: We'll do, I think, negative one.
0: Sounds good. We're not a fighter. Yeah,
1: because I think our courage could be a zero.
0: Let's see. Your inner strength, force of will, tenacity, brilliance, shining soul. Courage determines your ability to stand proud, face death in the eye, and keep on trucking, no matter how bad things get. Yeah, that might make sense for our zero. I, I do wonder, though, if we should save the zero for wisdom. I was
1: just looking at that. But your knowledge, your experience, your cultural relations, your tact and kindness. Wisdom is all about doing the right thing at the right time in the right way and knowing that you did good, kid. Uh, wisdom is used to make friends tell us what's what... yeah. <laughs> I think that means our wisdom should be our plus two then, right?
0: No. Used make...
1: use to make friends?
0: Yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. And then grace is plus one. You know, we we handle ourselves with
1: a little bit of grace. You gotta. What do we have next? We have choosing our moves. Each playbook has a set of core moves, which every member of that playbook gets always gets. There is also a move related to your people. You only get one of these moves, and the move you choose defines the role your people have in the world at large. Lastly, each playbook has eight custom moves and will tell you how many of them you get at the beginning of the game, usually two. You can obtain more of your custom moves when you advance, which I'm assuming is their word for leveling.
0: Yeah, that's usually how it works in Powered by the Apocalypse. So first we're choosing our purpose. And that is either keep them safe for your people, see the world, or be remembered by history. So let's see uh, the descriptions of these. You are here to make sure they come back home after this is all over no matter what. When you are with someone you have a bond with and they take harm, you may take that harm in their place. Uh, For your people. Your people's champion is just not enough. You're here to keep them honest. Take their what is a blank move, and they can share any of their moves with you even moves that cannot be shared hmm their core moves count as <laughs> as squire custom moves for you and you can take them whenever you see where whenever you could take a squire custom
1: hmm. i kind of like see the world here you're just here for to go on a fun adventure all this overlord stuff is just an excuse to see more than your garden and you're going to make sure you see everything there is yes yes you may ask one question.
0: okay never mind we are searching far and wide <laughs>
1: We are searching far and wide, but we're making friends while we do it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Once per scene, you may ask one question from the look closely list without rolling. That's nice. (laughs) That is good. Next we get... Yes. uh, Squire core, by the way, is moves that all squires have. Fast friends. When you spend a scene by someone's side or speak softly with them, you may gain a bond with them immediately. Please just listen. When you talk sense to someone... You may erase a bond with them instead of owing them a favor. Or, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Uh, I added the last (laughs) part, sorry. When you watch someone's back and keep your eyes peeled, you can roll to overcome any harm against them with sense instead of blood. Which is nice because our core stat is sense. But anyway, we get two custom moves from this list of eight Eager Apprentice, I've got a bad feeling about this. I Won't Let You Down, Power of Friendship, Run For It, Teach Me Your Ways, Voice of Reason, or We'll Make It. You see any of those you, you think are...
1: I think We'll Make It seems pretty good.
0: We'll Make It. Your bonds have the healing tag, and you can use them by erasing them. Your bonds can only be used to heal the person listed in them, and only while you are by their side.
1: Because I like the idea of like being in battle... And you're like, oh man, I don't think we could beat this guy. And then little little cucumber pip comes up to you, rubs up against your leg, and you're like...
0: You're right, we can do this.
1: Yeah, we got this.
0: I agree, let's do that one. (laughs) It seems like there's a... I saw this earlier. It seems like reading through these, there's a big mechanic in this game for letting other players use moves from your playbook.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: let's see i'm i'm looking at both i've got a bad feeling about this or run for it interesting so like i feel like you know not being that courageous we would yeah now here's the thing if we would be rolling plus courage to get away so that's our bad stat so like i i didn't think that through yeah we probably shouldn't do that
1: but i mean i don't see i'm confused why it's plus courage to run away from a fight?
0: I I mean, it would be a good thing if, you know, you actually had a good Courage stat. Yeah. Because part of the thing with Run For it is, you're not just running away, you're opening a path for other people to run away.
1: Oh. See, we could change our Courage and Grace stat to make up for this. Because I think Run For it is a good option. Yeah. I think it's something a cat would definitely do.
0: But we've also got. I've got a bad, yeah. When you're certain something's wrong here, you may ask the Overlord to tell you the safest way out and also the quickest way out. They will answer truthfully.
1: I think that one's very good too, because then you could just point, Ayo, hey, we gotta, we gotta go."
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. So we could alter courage and grace, which I'm, I'm not a fan of, but we could do it to take run for it, or we could keep our current stats. And have a bad feeling about this.
1: I think have a bad feeling about this works, I I don't want to say better, but it works just as well. Because, you know, you ever seen a cat walk in somewhere and then, like, all their hairs stand up?
0: Yeah. Like,
1: whoa, dude, what's what's up with you? This is, is, that's what I think that this would, how that custom would play out.
0: Yeah, or your cat's just acutely aware of the ghost in the corner. (laughs) Right. So, what's our next step then? Chosen our moves. Now we choose our gear. We might have to think about some of this because we risk with gear always running into gear that a cat could not use. Yeah. So for squire gear, you start with some simple food, four uses, traveler's gear, which is useful for two uses, and a simple sword for melee. Oh. So I don't know what traveler's gear is. I don't know how well we'd use it.
1: I'm assuming it's like a little backpack or something? I guess, well, the traveler's gear, I guess, would be the stuff that's in the backpack. Yeah. But I'm sure somebody else could find it useful.
0: Yeah, I guess so. If we can share stuff with other players in this game, which sounds like a big thing, then yeah.
1: Then yeah. And then it says under, choose what you brought to keep yourself safe. We can either do Under Armour and bandages. A sturdy spear and poultices? How-
0: poultices. They're potions. I don't know basically. If
1: that's how you say. Uh, A heavy crossbow <laughs> or a bear trap.
0: Now, only one of these is usable by a cat, I think. And that's the underarmor, assuming that, you know, someone else puts it on them. Yeah. But carrying around a bear trap for the benefit of an ally.
1: <laughs> that could be interesting. I. <laughs> Could you imagine it's just hanging off the side of like their pouch and they <laughs> they do the thing where they like rub up against an enemy's leg but they have a bear trap <laughs> to it. Uh I d I don't think
0: I don't think we can do bear trap. I think following the show's rules, we have to take the under armor and bandages.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because at least they'd be able to somebody else would be able to equip that to them.
0: They could wear the armor.
1: Then we have, you were more prepared than anyone else on this adventure, and you brought along some extra supplies just in case. Choose one. A horse or pony (laughs) for everyone. No one has any bonds with them. If they are damaged, they they are lost until you recover. Some extra food. A spare weapon with the same tags and features as the weapon someone else carries. Or a bottle of rum. Now, how crazy would it be... (laughs) If this cat was somehow followed by a bunch of horses.
0: (laughs) Cucumber Pip, the horse master.
1: (laughs) The horse master. Pip just wrangles him up, man. (laughs) To be fair, I don't think we'd be violating any of the show's rules. Because horses are not tools.
0: No, they're, they're friends. Except we can't bond with them.
1: It doesn't say you can't bond with them. It says nobody has any bonds to them. Okay. So maybe you might be able to build that later?
0: Yeah, probably. Do we want to say the cat came with horses?
1: I think I think the more likely scenario is that this cat climbed up onto one of the horses, took a nap, <laughs> and then woke up as a bunch of adventurers... Like saw these horses, and they were like, "Dude, this cat just like just steered this horse here." Like they have no idea.
0: (laughs) Okay, we could do that. It would be it would be more interesting than the thing that makes the most like sense, which would be extra food.
1: Yeah, yeah, our cat is a little chunky, so maybe you know, maybe he's got a couple of couple extra candy bars up in the up in his pack.
0: I mean, realistically, this cat's gear is all stored in his horse's saddlebag. <laughs> did we ever gender Cucumber Pip? I don't think so. I don't think that was that was part of the process. No, it didn't ask. Hmm. Okay. But we'll have to decide that later then.
1: Yeah. And then we have one more section here for equipment.
0: You weren't supposed to be here, but you are. What extra luck did you bring with you? Oh, so this is esoteric what's the word abstract this is in the abstract this is like luck that you just so happened to so we have luck of the devil use this to completely escape harm unscathed a friend in need use this to (laughs) have someone helpful show up right now (laughs) (laughs) or the overlord's weakness although you don't know you have it
1: (laughs) jesus man i wonder where that second one came from
0: what, the friend in need?
1: Somebody just so happens to show up at a super helpful spot right there when everybody needs it.
0: I mean, anyone's willing to help this cat, right?
1: <laughs> true, true. This cat has made so many friends.
0: This cat has a vast network of support across the entire land and doesn't even know it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you thinking?
0: Um, I think friend in need makes most sense for the character. The Overlord's Weakness, although you don't know you have it, would be the funny answer.
1: I, <laughs> I was thinking about the funny answer. I think we go with the one that's good for the character, you know? A friend funny, in need. Yeah, a friend in need. Because, you know, it works really, really well with what we have set up. Yeah. So I think the funny answer will take a backseat.
0: I do. It is still pretty uh, amusing, though, to think... That no matter where this cat is, at any time, someone would be willing to show up and help it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> should would be like, my god, it's Cucumber Pip. <laughs> oh, he, he saved my life back in the, <laughs> back in the day.
0: Squire's Just... companions. Squire's only companions are the horses, but anyone can be a new friend.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm talking about.
0: Small army is one of the options for Squire's companions later on. <laughs> untrained and poorly armored these warriors are nonetheless dedicated to the cause wait which one is this okay on the next page there's
1: yes okay i see it (laughs)
0: jesus everyone knows this this squire and is willing to die for him
1: oh my god it's the pippins the pip pip yeah
0: i was trying to think of something funny the Pip Boys? No, that's that's already a thing.
1: That's that's taken. <laughs> but is it taken in this fantasy world? Probably not.
0: <laughs> yeah, but can we say that though? Can we say that and have someone else potentially use this on an actual play show, and then Bethesda sends an army after them, and then they send an army after us because we said that this cat has an army called the Pip Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Also, we don't get to decide the companion stuff right now, I don't think, so.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I think we'd do that later, because in the booklet, it says the next step is step six, create the overlord.
0: If you're making your character in advance before the game proper, stop here. Oh. Well, what do you know? (laughs) Does that mean what I think it means? I think it means we're done. Okay. Wait, how long is this... This is this would be a short one.
1: This this will be a short one. We got to make the mid roll really long. (laughs) We could we could go over the last steps just to finish out like what people yeah yeah
0: know. So after creating the overlord, the next step would be establishing your people's lore, which there's a big section in chapter four about apparently, or that probably is chapter four just in its entirety. You are the primary source of all information on your people, and the options you have already made tell us a lot about them. <laughs> I don't think our character is actually that representative of all Squires.
1: Yeah, probably not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I mean, y'all, y'all can do what you want. Next up, pick the Overlord's bonds. Before picking bonds with the other players, it is very important that each member of the Fellowship knows their bond to the Overlord these bonds have a major impact on you and your people overlord bonds can never be removed by any means the fellowship has access to they're here to stay and then pick player mm. bonds yep. it's like whatever your relationship is to the overlord at the beginning of the g- game that's it
1: yeah that's that's all you got for the whole yep. for the whole thing
0: and then step 10 is you're ready to play
1: nice now figure out where you're starting and what you're doing
0: now I will say, like, I declared we've, we've broken a rule as written. Technically, we don't necessarily know that to be true. One of the things that was pointed out to me by Thy Dungeon Guy when he recommended this is you basically have the power in step seven to declare whatever you want, rewrite, to basically declare whatever you want about... Dwarves or halflings or squires Or what have you So like this guy said that he was In a game where Someone was playing the halfling And because they got to then establish halfling Lore in this setting Halflings are little puss in boots kitty cats Now we Can't do a, a puss in boots situation But like That's a thing to keep in mind That and it's even reflected In the artwork here Like, if you scroll down and look at, like, the artwork for the dwarf playbook, you can see there's different options for what a dwarf can look like. They've got an armored orangutan, a man made of rock, someone with an AK-47.
1: I'm sorry, what page is this on?
0: If you scroll down to page 49, just right after the the character creation guide.
1: Yep, (laughs) uh, I'm looking at it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think. I don't think it matters what we play as. No, technically speaking, it doesn't really, like, we're not necessarily violating rules as written or intended because you can just say, oh, this is what all squires are. Except I don't think you want to say, obviously, you have the power to do whatever you want moving forward. But I (laughs) I don't think it would be in the spirit of our show to say all squires are cats. I think it would be fair to say, this cat is a squire, or squires can be literally anything.
1: Yeah. (laughs) A squire could be a gnat that is bugging you a lot.
0: Yeah. (laughs) If you make that gnat carry your gear around, it's now your squire. (laughs) He's
1: carrying this bobby pin that I found.
0: I love the elf, because it's like, oh, we've got a fairy, we've got like a, a wood, a dryad type guy. And then we've got a mermaid riding around on a crab. And then a space alien.
1: Yeah, that is just <laughs> an alien, I think. Yep. That's great. They, oh my gosh, Joel, there's a cat person in the, the halfling I, I see it.
0: It looks like a, a like a lackadaisy cat, almost.
1: It does look like a lackadaisy cat.
0: Lackadaisy season one got funded. Let's go. Oh, it did? Yeah. but But enough about that. So, like, I just wanted to get that out there. I'm gonna go ahead and declare that it's a rule, like, as intended broken, but really, it doesn't have to be, if, based on whatever you decide a squire is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we could count it as, like, half a rule broken? Question mark? Because technically we're breaking a rule, but we can fix the rule...
0: Yeah, we can retroactively say no, we didn't, and that's actually exactly. part of the rule book.
1: This is this is our Schrodinger's rule break. <laughs> did we really break a rule, or did we not? Who knows?
0: Well, the important thing is we got through it, and if that that's the biggest issue, and it's a fixable one,
1: <laughs> yeah. That's that's good. This is, we're you know, we've we've got a pretty decent track record of not breaking rules in games that we should probably definitely have rule breaks for.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was that was one of the big things that made thy dungeon guys recommendation seem so appealing, is like, oh yeah, you can just retroactively declare this to be how all halflings are, or how all squires are in our case. It's cool. Anyway, I think that's all y'all, you really need to know about this. Oh, yeah, we never established their pronouns.
1: Oh, true. I think we could. mm.
0: Cucumber does not really suggest one gender or the other. I know. I was
1: was trying to think of a (laughs) justification. I was like, well, neither of these names are gendered. So pronouns are dude slash (laughs) bro.
0: Does that work in a sentence?
1: This is my buddy Pip. Dude's got four legs, a tail. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I guess it works.
1: We're getting into Neo pronouns, y'all.
0: As as assigned by how the rest of the party refers to this cat that brought them horses. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I, I think we've made a character.
0: We certainly have. You got a cat pun for us?
1: I do. You know, I hope everybody's having a good time out there. I think by the time you're hearing this, the holidays are coming up. You know, lots of them going on. So just get out there, have fun, and make sure to always keep your whiskers clean.